friends, you're listening to the Veggies of Morning podcast. I'm your host, Emily Poulin, and if this is your first time listening, well, welcome and thank you so much. I am going to just have a solo episode this episode. So I had no guests this week and I thought I'd just come on here and have a little chat with you guys and bring you up to speed on some of the things that have been going on in my life. And also I have a veggie of the day, a thought I've been thinking about lately, and I would love to ask the question to you guys. So we're going through a bit of a heat wave right now in Vancouver. It hit 47 degrees yesterday, an all-time high up in the northern part of Vancouver and like past Whistler and stuff. Whistler actually has their school shut down. I think every Vancouver also canceled school today. It was like the last day before classes were out for the summer, but it was just so hot. People don't want everyone coming in and like possibly getting a heat stroke or something you know they're saying like just stay inside and try to avoid the heat and we're seeing major flooding happening in Whistler and Pemberton as well because of the lakes and rivers that are swelling up due to all the snow melt runoff because all the snow in the mountains are melting because it's so hot and Yeah, I mean, this is exactly what climate change looks like, and we think climate change is something that happens in the future, and it feels like really, maybe that word just seems too, like, large to understand and break down, but this is exactly what it is. Like, it's when temperature changes will affect the environment, which then affects communities, and we're kind of living in that right now, so... I mean, I went to the grocery store and all the popsicles are sold out. All the ice cream is sold out. Um, All the ice is sold out. Like people go there and they buy all these things to like help themselves cool down. And then it changes the market and like what certain suppliers are demanding or in supply of and et cetera, et cetera. There's a huge way that this affects everything, um, you know, in terms of like also the economy. So that's just like a little micro example. But um, anyway, we... We love the sun. We love the heat. It's summertime. Some people are loving it. Some people are at the beach just like getting drunk and becoming even more dehydrated. But you got to do what you got to do. And I went for a little swim in the ocean this weekend. And I have really just been escaping the sun though. Like today I have no plans to go outside. I do have to go to work tonight. So that will be interesting. Like working in a mask on the patio I'm sure will be lots and lots of fun. But... Yeah, I, again, just wanted to come on this, come on the pod today because I have a question for you guys and something that I've been thinking about. And like I said, I wanted to start us off with a quote that I read and I love this quote. And so here we go. What really frightens and dismays us is not external events themselves, but the way in which we think about them. It is not things that disturb us but our interpretation of their significance. I'll read that last line again. It is not things that disturb us, but our interpretation of their significance. Holy smokes. If you didn't just get like a light bulb turn on on in your brain or like a chill down your spine, then I'm sorry. This clearly does not relate to you but to me I read that and I'm like oh my god that's insane like it's so true we put sometimes such like a meaning and like a significance on certain events or things or whatever when sometimes that's on us like we need to flip the script we need to find a new way to interpret this then 
to make us feel good, to make this feel meaningful, to make this feel like it works in our favor, in our benefit, that what is happening is happening for us, not to us. When you play a victim, and I want to even maybe just like redefine the word victim, redefine the way we use this word victim mentality, victim mindset, being a victim. I for so long was like, I don't do that. I don't do that. But then I got like really critical with my thoughts sometimes and I would journal and I would write all this stuff out and I would think like, what role do I play though? Where is my responsibility in this? This is my life. It's happening for me, but I'm living in this like reactive phase or I'm living in a sad phase where I feel still sad about things that have happened in my life. I need to overcome them, but I need to overcome them by first overcoming my mind and in order for me to overcome my thoughts and my mind, I have to reframe the way I think about things and I have to reframe the way that I perceive a life event or something that's happened, something that's gone on because if this is happening for me, that means there's a reason, there's a benefit, there's some sort of significance. When you start to follow your patterns and your thoughts and this is something that isn't always easy to do even a little bit helps and just sometimes noticing a thought is where you start when you notice a thought are you that thought or are you an outsider observing that thought if you're an outsider observing that thought that means you're not that thought that means that thought is just a thought it's an external thing it's not actually a part of you it's nearly a product of your mind of your brain And so when you can become more aware that thoughts are not actually a part of you, they're just a product of your brain, you can dissociate from those thoughts. You can detach yourself from those thoughts and you can let that thought simply be a thought that floats through your brain and comes out your ear, let's say, or comes out into another part of your brain. It just floats right through your mind. It doesn't actually stick. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't cause a chemical reaction in you. It doesn't cause a behavior in you. It's just a thought. And you might need to find certain ways to frame events in your life, frame things that are happening so that the significance of that thing is actually something that not only benefits you, but is true to you. Maybe I'll give an example. Oh, I have like the perfect example for this. Okay. You know, when you go through a breakup, And someone says to you, oh my God, you are so much better than them. Okay. And you're like, yeah, I know. But it doesn't sit deep enough. You're like, yeah, you agree. You know where they're coming from. You get what they're saying. You get what they mean and they mean well and they're trying to hype you and that's great. But it it doesn't sit deep enough where it actually like shifts the way you feel. You know that it needs to happen in order for you to move on with your life and and learn something about yourself and to get to get like something better out of your life because there's a different path for you or you know you're meant to level up or you're meant to have met this person to learn something about you and what you want in life and and maybe you were meant to be there for that person you both need each other at the time or you know etc cetera, etc cetera. like there's always lessons to be learned in relationships and you don't know what those lessons are until you get out of them usually or if you're in them and you work on them together but most often people who need things that they need to work on when they're in relationships 
people are kind of like a mirror of you. And so when they're a mirror of you and you both have things to work on, some you often end up breaking up. And when you break up, that's kind of when you have those aha moments. And so in very simple terms, you could say like, oh, you're so much better than that person. You can do so much better. <laughs> but here's the bit of the reality and the shock. You like you couldn't because that was your person you broke up because inevitably you are like quote unquote better can do better everyone can be better like you can always be a better version of yourself that's why we strive for self-betterment and that's why we're that's why we like I'm assuming us like if you guys are listening to my podcast you know I'm about self-development and personal growth that's why we're here on this earth like we're supposed to be going through challenges and to continue to like raise our vibe and to try to become better people and to go through things and to feel things like that's all about the human experience but you doing you being so much better like an ego can take that and just stop there but for someone who wants to like dig deep and actually understand like what made me need to be with this person or get over the breakup you're, you're going to have to figure that out and that's all about reframing because you could look at it and be like, this was like the love of my life, I messed up or we were meant to be together, it was meant to be, there's another reason, like life isn't fair, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Like all that stuff is never going to work in your favor, that's going to disturb you. Like that is going to cause you to continue being that fearful mindset that causes you agony and struggle and hardship. But if you can frame it in a way that makes you feel empowered, but still like still reminds you that there's work that needs to be done, you're not just automatically so much better than this person. Maybe overall as a whole, yeah, you can do better, but you're not doing better because there's things about yourself that you need to go work on and you need to figure out for yourself. Only you can make yourself happy only you. You are the sole reason why you feel the way you feel. No one else can make you feel anything except for yourself. Only you can bring yourself happiness. And mic drop. No, just kidding. But that's like, that's basically the essence of like what I'm trying to get at right now is that it comes back to mindset. It comes back to remembering that it's up to you to decide what sort of perspective and mindset and significance you put on events, you put on people, you put on yourself, and you get to control all that and you get to create it. And I just feel like I had this aha moment one night, it was a year ago, maybe less than a year ago, when I was just doing yoga in my room. And I literally, the thought in my mind was, Only I can make myself happy, like literally nothing else. And that's not me going out and buying something or me going out with my friends or me being in like a transaction of something. It means that me by myself doing absolutely nothing is the only time I can ever create happiness for myself. Other things can like bring external happiness and like that feeling of happiness, but only I can ever create it and generate it within myself. And I hope that kind of makes sense. Um, I might need to like really this podcast once I upload it and see like if there's another way I can articulate this. But I hope that this is kind of coming through because 
my question for you and like my veggie of the day is kind of more of a question and a thought that I love you guys to just maybe meditate on. Think about, again, when I say meditate, I'm not telling you go meditate. Like if you don't, if you don't meditate, you don't meditate, maybe go for a run and have this question in your mind. I love going for runs and like going with like a run question. Um, but this question is, what's your version of happiness? What is your version of happiness? There's so many different versions of people, of lifestyles, of happiness. Get clear on what yours is. Write out your perfect day and be realistic. Is your perfect day always living on vacation? Is your perfect day working at a job where you got to help people? You got to put smiles on people's faces? Is your version of happiness making people laugh? Is your version of happiness saving the whales? Is your version of happiness picking up garbage? Is your version of happiness teaching a second language? Is it selling houses to someone? Is it making, you know, families' dreams come true? There's so many different versions of it. Is it planting fresh vegetables, knowing that you're going to be feeding communities? Is your version of happiness doing creative designs and painting beautiful artwork? Is your version of happiness going for a long, hard workout and just really pushing yourself mentally and physically and emotionally? Is it testing your limits? Is your version of happiness testing your discipline, testing your body's ability to pursue greater things in life? Get clear on that. Think about that. I have been blessed in so many ways in my life and I've realized lately that one of them is not having it all figured out is making mistakes is struggling in more ways than one with certain elements and things happening in my life like all these different areas of my life that the fact that they all haven't worked out or they all haven't been perfect is something I'm so grateful for like I get to now understand my life in a way that I never understood before I never thought of before and I feel better I feel more clear on my target and what I actually want in my life and I feel empowered for the first time knowing that I get to decide and I get to be the creator and I get to be the driver in my life like I live in the driver's seat and you are the main character of your life You need to act like you are and you need to behave accordingly because the main character gets shit done and the main character does not adopt a victim mindset. And when I say a victim mindset, I just mean anything that makes you have an excuse or a reactive response or feels like what happened makes you a smaller person and makes you inadequate or makes you at a disadvantage and it's okay if maybe you are because you have to notice it first having an awareness around this actually really really helps because without understanding that that could be where you're at you'll never be able to get out of it you have to first notice it and acknowledge it and even accept it like okay I actually have been playing but a victim in some of these situations in my life. And 
I need to now reframe them because I need to realize that it's actually my own self that's limiting me and making me feel this way. And I get to choose my happiness and I get to choose my version of happiness and what I want to do in my life and how I want to show up. And you need to show up as the main character and you need to show up as someone who can get stuff done and is not living in a victim mindset and is not living small because like I'm trying to say, it's our mindset that determines everything in our life and our interpretation of that. If there's something you want to do in your life and you you feel scared or you don't feel good enough, how are you ever going to do it? You know, when it comes down to sustainability and bettering ourselves, I think squashing that victim mindset is step one. Being a victim is not sustainable. Like that will never bring us the best version of ourselves or bring us our dream lives. So We have to get really clear on what ways can that victim mindset show up and remember that we make ourselves happy and our own version of happiness is so different than everyone else's. So just knowing what it is can also be really helpful. So that is where I'm going to end this episode. I felt like just, you know, going deep today, getting getting to the core of what I think some of this work in terms of like personal development really entails. Again, what is your version of happiness? Get honest with yourself. Dream big. Be clear on it. And start to live that and embody it every day. And I promise you, you will start to see things shift and change. And when you know what makes you happy and when you know that only you can ever make yourself happy you feel so empowered to do so that you start to make yourself happy every single day. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm excited to hear what you guys come up with. What is your version of happiness? Let me know. I love hearing from you guys. DM me at veggies before noon. Let me know what your thoughts are and what you guys come up with. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Until next time.